Welcome to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast, where hustle is out and alignment is in. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for the modern entrepreneur, and I'm here to share with you how to grow your business from the inside out. You can achieve even your biggest business goals quickly by learning to align your thoughts, actions, and energy with that which you wish to see manifest. There's literally nothing you cannot do, be, have, or achieve, and it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to be sitting down with you guys today and actually having a chance to record a new podcast episode. I do have a couple of exciting interviews coming up, um, but it's been a little, it's been a hot minute, if you will, since I had a chance to just catch you guys up on what's going on, share with you um, just some of the breakthroughs I've been having. Since getting back from um, Italy, from the UK, from my time spent traveling, which now feels like a million and one years ago, if I'm being completely honest, but in actuality, it was only three weeks ago yesterday that I got back. But what has happened in that time (laughs) has been a lot. So I dove straight into um, a launch of my program, Lash Boss Academy, which is sort of my like signature program that is, it's just a very unique program and that nobody else is offering to that market what it is that I'm offering. And so it's always a success for me essentially launching that one program a few times a year um, brings in over like a full-time teaching salary for me, which is like amazing to be able to say. And I really want to like, just let you guys know how quickly something like that as an entrepreneur, like the right idea can just totally change the game for you. Um, Obviously, you know, I have other clients and I have other programs and things like that, but that launch always takes like so much of my time and energy when I'm actually launching it. And then of course, once the program is going as well. Um, So I dove into that like three days after getting back from the UK, I had already gotten, you know, all my lives, my, my launch material, my live streaming, my people signed up for the launch that I was doing. I'd already had all that figured out. Um, I had about 1600 people signed up for the launch itself. Um, and just that, you know, is like two and a half weeks in the making kind of thing of promoting this training and then diving into the actual two week promotional period. And just, it was a, a bigger launch than I've ever had before. It's the third time I've launched this program. And I wanted to share with you guys today what I have learned and what I continue to learn throughout the process of launching not just this program, but other programs and the truths that I keep coming back to that I just can't ignore anymore in terms of my mindset, in terms of other people's mindset and where it's really important to go to work. So I'm going to share that with you guys today. But I also just want to share some of what the heck I've been up to since I got home, other than launching this program, which has been very big. Obviously, it's taken a ton of my time. I was also finishing up Money Boss Academy with the ladies in there who were amazing. I loved working with them for six weeks. And um, yeah, so I dove also right into finding a new place in Toronto. So I'm staying with my parents at the moment. Um, They live about an hour north of Toronto. And... I knew that I wanted to move back to Toronto. I knew the area that I wanted to live in. I have a long list of exactly what I uh, want in an apartment in Toronto. And I'll go into that just for a second because, um, or in a second rather, because it is a really good story of just, and it's still unfolding for me, but Um, I also didn't feel attached to needing to move back to Toronto because obviously I work online. I can do it anywhere. If I needed to stay, you know, at my parents' place for the summer before the right place came up, or if I completely, you know, had some divine download of an idea telling me to go and live somewhere else, then I might have done that as well. So I had an intention around moving back to Toronto and I knew what I wanted. I know what I want. 
And I did believe that that was going to happen for me, but I was also, I have been very open to, you know, having something else unfold to my highest good, right? So this is where like manifestation magic comes into my life where I have an intention. I know what I want. I believe that it's out there for me and I'm unattached to it because I recognize that like, I don't need it to go that way. Right. And I understand that like, It's hard to, like, we often are not in that position. We have to, you know, we have a certain timeline. If it's an apartment, like, you have to move back or you have to move to a new city by a certain date. You have to be out of your old place by a certain date. So it's hard to be completely unattached. But I think what it comes back to is just saying, you know what, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to figure this out. So I have been in a very, a state of just, like, very much unattachment. Um, And I had this list that I actually wrote. I just found it in a notebook yesterday. I actually wrote while I was still in Italy of the apartment that I wanted to manifest in Toronto, the area that that it was in, the amount that I wanted to pay, which is considerably less than the average in Toronto for the amount of space that I was looking for. But I've successfully (laughs) manifested apartments before that were like seemingly impossible to, you know, people who don't understand all this kind of stuff. So I just had that faith. I've always been good at manifesting my dream apartments. Um, yeah, so I knew the very specific area. I knew um, the obviously the price that I wanted to pay. It needed to have parking. I'm like particular about the landlord. I want it to be rented out by a landlord because I don't really love going through a like application board. It just it takes time. They want like piles and piles of documents. Not interested in that. I'd rather just meet a landlord, have it, you know, have them meet me and know that I'm the tenant for them and, you know, get on with it, right? So I had written down June 1st, but like I said, I wasn't attached to that because I'm, I am flexible, but that is my intention and what I want to do. I am ready to move on into this next stage of my life. I also um, wanted it to be a one bedroom plus den. I had written down things like on the second um, second floor of a house because I'm not a huge condo fan. Um, I'm not a big fan of like apartment buildings. I like a space that's like kind of got some character and like just weirdness to it that like like a house that's been like added onto or like converted into apartments and there's like cool storage areas and just like, you know, lots of extra space, right? And um, what else? Like I like when it has access to the street, needed to have a place for me to keep my bike because I have a bike and a lot of apartments have nowhere where you could possibly ever store a bicycle which is a problem for me um what else there's just like so many things I wanted to be like in a cool neighborhood like quiet residential neighborhood that was right off like one of the like cool artsy streets in Toronto and there's like millions of them but there's also some also some like sketchy areas in Toronto and I didn't want to be near any of those. So anyways, I'd have to find the list because it's like so particular. It goes even more into detail. Oh, I and like needed to have a bathtub, needed to have a balcony, um, needed to have laundry en suite. And like I just was not willing to compromise with any of these things. And I wanted it to be a one plus den because I really want a workspace for myself. So anyways, I've been looking in Toronto and I hadn't come across anything that was even close. And I just like, it is expensive to live in Toronto no matter how you cut it. So if I'm I'm going to pay what I'm going to pay, then I'm going to get what I want, period. So even if I found a place that was like 99% of what I wanted, but like didn't have a bathtub or didn't have something else that I wanted, then I just feel like, well, it's not the one. <laughs> like I just, man, if I could just have this mindset with everything in my life, like the universe would just arrange shit so quickly. So anyways, then two days ago, 
I'd been looking for a while. I'd seen a few places. Nothing really like stood out to me. I just like, I'm constantly like looking online, seeing what's coming up. And um, there was just never anything even close or it was like literally $1,000 over my price point. And like, I don't need to be in Toronto. So I don't know why I would pay, you know, an arm and a leg to live in Toronto when it's just not necessary for me. So anyways, long story short, two days ago, I come across this ad online and I just immediately know. I immediately know that like I'm being pulled to this place. I don't even think I'd look through all of the um, photos, but it was just like everything from what I could tell. It was everything that I described in the uh, in my list that I had put and like the vision that I had, right? So I called the guy right away, got an appointment to go and see the place yesterday, which I happened to already be in Toronto. So that all aligned very nicely. Went and saw the place with one of my girlfriends and it's just like... I mean, I haven't heard back. I don't know if I'm going to get this place. I'm really keeping my mind open in terms of like it's this or something better. But I feel like I literally created this place with my mind. <laughs> like it's just like the extent to which it matches my very bizarre and obscure and like particular list of must-haves that are totally unreasonable. And that's the that's the whole thing too is like this list of must-haves someone else. I had like friends of mine look at it who are real estate agents and they're like, yeah, you're never gonna find this. And I'm like, mm-mm, not with that attitude, but I'm gonna find it. <laughs> so anyways, I have found the apartment. I don't know, I applied. I don't know yet what's going to happen. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to be showing it to some other people. But even when I went to see him, he told me that the guy who um, was originally planning on moving into the apartment, because this place is available in a week from now, less almost a week from now. Sorry, no, a little more than a week from now. It's available on June 1st. I went and saw it yesterday on the 22nd. So like that's cutting it pretty close. Um, but apparently it had already been rented out. He'd already gotten a person in and signed the lease and paid the deposit and everything. And that person had a change of plans last minute, something with his family and decided not to take the apartment. So the landlord reimbursed him, which is like a super nice thing to do that says so much about the landlord, which is really important to me. Um, and then put it back on the market. Like it just feels like it's totally being aligned in my favor. I just can't imagine how this isn't my place. But at the same time, it's my job to, well, he's, he told me he'd let me know in the next few days, just keep trusting and also trust from a place of detachment of like, it really is this or something better. And like, maybe I'm not meant to have a place for June 1st, right? Like I want to, and that's my intention, but it's not my job to decide it. And I ultimately, can't decide that for myself. It's, you know, there's really nothing more. I like showed up with the application. I had reference letters. I, you know, did everything I could to like uh, have this go my way. But at the end of the day, I have to just let go. So anyway, stay tuned for that. I just thought it was amazing, like to literally like have this place in my mind materialized to such a freaking T that like I couldn't have <laughs> created it better myself. I mean, I did create it. <laughs> I think that I did create it. It's like, Reality is just a projection of consciousness, guys. I created this place and uh, yeah, it's mine. It's uh, it's all working out. So stay tuned for that. I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm uh, pretty easy and light about it um, in terms of just, you know, what's going to happen will happen. What's meant to be will be and what's meant for me can't miss me. Okay, so... Wow, that was like a 10 minute tangent. But um, I did want to talk to you guys about um, my most recent launch and what it has really like dialed in for me that I've talked about here before, but that I think I kind of like get off the path of easily, um, or just kind of forget about the importance of and so just kind of like, yeah, paint this picture for you guys. Um, this is a four week program that I have. Like I said, it's a it's a program that nobody else offers. So I know like there's just every time I launch it, it grows. Um, I've got like a very big Facebook group that I just launched this program to. 
Um, and this time around, I had 25 people sign up, and that was an additional four from the first time I launched it, and an, an additional seven from, sorry, additional four from the second time I launched it, and an additional seven total from the first time that I launched it. So the numbers are going up and I know that yes, I have a bigger audience and yes, I'm getting better at launching, but I know that it's, I'm such a believer at this point that it's all a result of my mindset. And I want to be clear here that part of my mindset involves getting super fucking present online and like showing up and giving so much value and like really being present during the launch itself. So when I say like it's all mindset, it's all alignment, it's all energy, part of that energy, a very important part of that energy is the action that you are taking. So like I'm getting, I'm taking a ton of action in order to produce these results for myself. And um, I'm not going to go into detail about what that actually looks like. I did do an episode before about, you know, strategy of a 20K launch. Um, but I think that's more something like it's not even something I can really explain on a podcast episode. It's something that you learn. It's a skill that you have in terms of launching in a way that feels good for you and a way that speaks to your audience and ultimately produces that result for yourself. So for me, even though my strategy has um, progressed and developed as I've gone, which all that means for me is that I'm just trusting my intuition more and I'm I'm just trusting myself more um, and just going with you know what really feels good for me. So that's the only way that my strategy has really changed, to be completely honest. What has changed the most for me is the way that I feel when I'm launching the program. So the first time I was definitely worried about like, is anybody going to sign up? Because I'd never launched it before and I'd only launched one other group program at that point with like a few signups. So I just didn't, I had doubts. I had worries around like, you know, is anyone going to sign up? Just to like give you guys an example, the first time I launched it, I think it took two whole days before the first participant came through. Um, the second time I launched it, it was like maybe five or six hours, like after like cart open. The third time it was almost immediate. I had two people within the first like 10 minutes. So that just goes to show you that like more, the more and more that I launch, um, and the more and more that I, you know, do this kind of stuff in my business and work on my mindset around something like this, which really could be applied to anything, the more trust I gain and the more doubt I release. And I think that that's the main thing. One of the main things that I've learned in terms of like building your mindset as you go, which really does come from action. Like we try to launch something and get it right the first time. But the thing is like, this is totally a muscle to learn to trust, to learn to not let your ego take it everything over um, and, you know, tell you that you're not going to be successful all the freaking time to learn to let go of more of that doubt and resistance. Like there's just no way that I could have had the mindset that I have now, you know, the first time that I launched this program or the first time that I launched any program for that matter, because I needed to develop this muscle and I will continue to, right? Where like the more and more you do it, the more and more you do anything, the more and more confident that you get and the more confident you are, the less you doubt the results and the less you doubt yourself, right? So this time I went into the program, went into the launch rather with more confidence, less doubt, knowing that, you know, it's always successful for me. I'd had like 1600 people sign up just for the free training. So like the numbers were there. There's a demand for this. It's great content. I'm giving them so much value. And I like really stand behind that. That makes it really easy for me to go ahead and then sell the program because I mean, I even had someone who before signing up for the free training, she was like, I don't want to sign up if this is just like, another thing where someone tries to sell me on something that they have to offer. And like, I get that because there's so much of that out there. And I said to her, I was like, yes, I do have a program that I launch at the end of the training. Um, for those of, you know, those participants that are wanting to take it to that next 10 levels with me in particular. Um, 
But regardless of if that's you or not, I promise you that if you want to build this type of business, this training is well worth your time. And like, I really, really believe that. So there's just like nothing in my space around selling through these trainings because I'm showing up in so much like value and integrity for every, all the 1600 people who signed up, even though only 25 of them are going to be program participants. Right. And like, I really do come from that place in my business and it makes it easy for me to, um, I mean, it wasn't always this way. I used to be like really weird about selling, but now it's just like, I don't know. It's, it is a skill. And it's when you come from a place of like, I genuinely have something so valuable to offer. And everyone who comes, you know, to my training, into my group, or just across my content, they're going to benefit regardless of if they're paying or not. Right. So coming from that place, like I just, I've never even really talked about like the sales mindset, because for me, it's just a very like holistic, abundant, um, mindset to come from, which is, you know, the right people are going to really see this and value it. And the ones that it's not for, that's okay. They're still benefiting from being here too. So anyways, moving on from that. So I have definitely just gotten a lot more confident and a lot more uh, trusting overall, which is hard. Like, because I go back and forth all the time between like this place of complete surrender of like, whoever needs this, bring them to me versus intentionality and alignment with a specific number that you want, right? Or a specific outcome that you want, which I think like getting specific brings up so much resistance and we're almost always better to go general and better to say things like I trust that you know this will be my most successful launch yet or I trust that the right people are all coming um things like that are like still setting a, a powerful intention for where you'd like to be but not getting so specific that you start freaking out over like small numbers and things like that and trying to control because I even think like creating a number which I totally always do so I'm not knocking this at all but having like a launch number or a monthly income number or something like that it's getting so specific and it's still coming from this place of control whereas if you can go general and say like I would like to feel at the end of this like this was my most successful launch or my most successful uh, period in my business or you know that I learned a lot that it was beneficial to me and to my audience like creating goals around that are still going to produce financial results for you, right? Um, it, you just have to find that like intention that doesn't bring up a lot of resistance. So anyways, I did create like um, specific goals in terms of how many people that I wanted. But I mean, I gotta be honest, I always like my ego always gets in and tells me that I want like 50 people, even though after the launch, I'm like, there's no way that right now I'd be able to actually handle those goals that my ego tells me I should be going after. So like 25 was just like absolutely the number of people I was supposed to have. I felt so good after I'm loving the group. I'm loving being able to work with everyone in the program one on one. It's just it's totally what it was meant to be. So anyways, what I actually intended to talk to you guys about when I sat down to record this episode is the mindset work around changing your identity. So I'm a huge fan of Joe Dispenza, his books, specifically Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, um, but all throughout all of his work and quite a few others as well. I think... Um, Oh, um, Jim Fortin, who has a podcast, he's been on the Mind Your Business podcast a few times, but both of them talk a lot about your identity. By identity, what they really mean is your personality. So your personality creates your personal reality. And this is something that um, Dr. Joe talks about in terms of being able to think and feel naturally like the version of you who actually believes in her success, right? So this is like for me what has been missing and what is missing from the world of manifestation. And I actually have something super excited coming up with a friend of mine. We are going in on a project together that's going to just, I'm so excited about it. You know, when you just like have that idea where you're like, yep, that's the thing, totally. Anyways, it's really in line with what I'm gonna talk about today, which is ultimately shifting, not, not necessarily, when I say identity, what I'm really talking about is your self-perception. 
the way that you think and feel about yourself, what you're capable of, what you're worthy of, um, how people respond to you, all the stories and limiting beliefs that you have about yourself, those are all part of your self-perception and your personality. So the world of manifestation, it's taken me like two years to figure out that like this really is the thing that is missing from so many manifestation teachings. And that is that, you know, you sit down, you create a vision for yourself and you, you know, imagine yourself having it and all that good stuff. And then you actually go about in attempting to create it. So if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, you have to take action. You have to put yourself out there. You have to market yourself, right? It's not the same as manifesting like, you know, a free trip somewhere where you're literally like, it's all in the universe's hands. Maybe you apply for uh, some sort of um, competition or something, but it's minimal, right? So when you are progressing in your business or attempting to progress in your business and you have a vision for yourself, it's not enough to say, visualize it and it'll come to you. You have to literally become the version of you who has the identity and the self-perception that is able to believe that that's possible for her. So if it's that you want to have 10, 20, 30 people in a group program, you want to have your first $10,000 a month in business. Well, you as you are right now are not capable of attracting that um, reality to yourself unless it's coming super easy. In that case, it's already aligned with your current personality, your current identity. The people who create results for themselves quickly, it's because it was already with who they already were on an identity level, on a personality level, it was already easy for them to believe in the results that they wanted. So then they went and they just manifested them like it was nothing, right? And so when we create bigger goals for ourselves and there's automatically doubt, it's because that doubt is a part of our current personality who we are and how we perceive our, perceive ourselves right now. So my results in you know each of these launches and things that I've done in my business have always been a perfect reflection of who I am being and how I feel about myself throughout that launch, throughout that you know project, throughout whatever it is that I am endeavoring to create for myself. So if we're saying, okay, I want to manifest $10,000 months, or I want to manifest, you know, my first um, 10 people in a program, I always use programs as an example, because you got to like put yourself out there, you got to get vulnerable, you got to get like all of the limiting beliefs that could possibly come up are going to come up if you're launching an online program, which I think is like amazing, and your ego hates it. <laughs> so anyways, um, if you're launching a program, you say I want to get 10 people in it, and you're visualizing it every single day, but your identity is still someone who doubts is still someone who worries about what other people think is still someone who is super stressed about money, it's very, very difficult to actually then manifest those results that you want, right? Because who you are, who you are is someone with doubt. It's not someone who can reach for that goal and then manifest it like it's nothing, right? Because she's got the resistance in the way. So where we really need to be going to work, and this is what like my next project is all about. And I'm so excited. Um, you'll be hearing a lot more about that very soon. But where we need to be going to work is changing that identity, changing into the version of ourselves who no longer worries nearly as much about what isn't going to happen in her business or about what other people think. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to confidence and being self-assured because a confident person naturally cares a lot less about all of the stuff that brings up resistance, right? They don't worry about what other people think nearly as much. They're usually not very concerned about, you know, producing a result. And we all have areas of our lives where we naturally feel confident. And if you're building a business in an area where you already feel super confident, you're probably doing it really freaking quick and you're being a total queen at it, right? <laughs> Whereas if you're trying to build an, a business in an area of your life or in a, you know, in an industry where you don't feel super confident or that's requiring you to get out of that comfort zone and take action in a way that is, you know, brings up your 
your ego like brings up that self-doubt, it's very hard not to have that resistant energy, right? Or those resistant thoughts, the doubt, the fear, the, you know, what are people thinking about me, all that kind of stuff. So we really want to go to work on our own confidence, on like becoming that queen that we are at a deep, deep level that has just been buried under all the limiting beliefs and bullshit that we have about ourselves, right? So um, I guess like to bring this back, and I feel like this deserves its own episode where I really dive into even just like what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about in his book. He, there's a few passages that I've like bookmarked because they're so spot on, but essentially we need to become at an identity level, the version of ourselves who naturally believes in her results. Because otherwise, if you're trying to create results from your current identity, but that identity is someone who doubts, which is like most of us, if that identity is someone who doubts the results, they are not going to come because there's just too much resistance or they're going to be very, very uh, slow in coming, right? And you're going to come up against a lot of resistance rather than starting at the core, like literally practicing being this queen version of you every single day until that starts becoming more of who you are. And I've talked like in my MBA group, Uh, my MBA program rather, and in a few different places online about, you know, how we really do program our subconscious mind in terms of how we think and feel about ourselves, how we think and feel about our lives. And that's something that we can change with intentionality. There's different things that you can do, but essentially it's about consciously thinking and feeling differently about yourself, consciously choosing a new self-perception, a new way of of um, just relating to yourself in order to then start becoming more of that person more of the time. And when you up-level your identity to be someone who just doesn't give a fuck nearly as much about what people think, or she's, you know, she's confident that she's going to get what she wants, like confident people believe that they get what they want. <laughs> if you have an affirmation around like, I always get what I want, guess what? You are a manifesting superstar because you believe that you get what you want. But it's probably unlikely that you have that belief if you are building a business, like I said, inside of an identity that doesn't believe that or that doesn't have that confidence, that doesn't have that self-belief, right? that like very positive self-perception. So that's really where we want to go to work. And that's what I've learned, especially through this last launch and like been learning this whole time, but just realizing like if we go to work on ourselves, I mean, it all comes back to self-love as like freaking cliche and corny as that sounds. When we are complete and confident and self-assured and loving of ourselves, naturally we don't have the resistance that keeps the results that we want from us. Naturally we go out there, we create the results for ourselves because we believe in our ability to produce them and therefore they manifest. So I'm going to leave it at that. Stay tuned, you guys. If this is something that sort of resonated or it's something that's new to you, I do have a project that is, um, it's actually with a friend of mine and this is what it's about. It's about helping women to really step into this queen version of themselves because when you do that, you naturally manifest all of the shit that you want like it ain't no thing. All right, guys. So I'll be talking more about that probably next week on my social media. I'm sure we'll probably do a podcast episode as well. So I will see you then. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't, I would love, love, love for you to leave me a review or share the podcast on iTunes. Uh, Not on iTunes, sorry, on Instagram. It really helps me out. And uh, I know that it helps other people out as well. So thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing day. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.